This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Episode 1402 of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. Thank you for cheating on the news with us. 80-ish percent accuracy guaranteed on this podcast. Everything you need to know in 40 minutes-ish or less. But if you need more, go to patreon.com slash hard factor. Today, we're talking geriatric bank robbers, shrooms, making the world a way better place. Why Joe Biden may owe his presidency to Abe Lincoln, a lotto screw job, and uh, maybe even more than that. Stacked lineup. Well, how you guys doing? Pretty great. Good. Better after that. Hearing all that. Yeah, great it's intro. Be a fun show. Strong yeah. intro. Oh, yeah, good, you. great intro. Appreciate it, guys. Well, it's a good where are where are you, Wes? I'm in a La Quinta in Fort Worth, Texas. Ooh. To the La Quinta we went, laying them hoes down on the freestyle tip. Yeah. Nice. That? You. Is that- Nice cast. That's the outcast. Outcast. Oh. Beautiful. Did you bring an, Outcast did you bring keeps it real. Yeah. Did I what? You bring they a say at La Quinta's. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Because you can. At Solo. I know. She asked me if I was had any dogs, and I said no, and she was like, just you? And I was like, yeah, am I supposed to have a dog? That's why you don't want to stay there. <laughs> yeah. How many people do you think? I'm a Wyndham. I'm a Wyndham Rewards done? member, Pat. So I have to stay at Wyndham. <laughs> Mark, probably more than you think. Uh, I've stayed yeah. at some La Quintas in Texas where the the dogs were a problem. Yeah. How many uh, yeah, Penn State many. professors are blowing off steam in the La Quintas? <laughs> it's a popular for blowing off steam. Yeah. <laughs> Even Outcast knows about that. All right. This Friday trivia. This Friday, February 23rd at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Send in the car and golden elbow tears at patreon.com slash hard factor can try to try to beat the host in trivia. Good luck. Best of luck. Yeah. No ch- fat chance. Yeah. No, you're going to win. But it's going to be Probably. awesome. Yeah. Gavin, I still have the dog. She's amazing. I love her to death. Thank you for checking in. Live internet love comment her. from Gavin. You love her a little too much. <laughs> I have no, internet comment from that's gross. that's gross. Anyways, Pat, uh, let's start the show. Pat, I have a criminal wreaking havoc in Chicago. What else is new? Ooh. Am I right? Dude, big time. What else is new? Uh, the Citizen app. If you haven't gotten it, it will really ruin your day if you're in a major city, specifically Chicago. Uh, the headlines get more and more ridiculous as the days goes on. The last one I loved was um, man in leopard print bodysuit urinating on another man. Wow! Ooh. So you, you just have an anxiety app. Your 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 next door app is just pure anxiety. You know? Yeah, well, it was originally called Vigilante Will, but they changed the name <laughs> to Citizen. That's the worst app Pat's downloaded since the 
the rhythm method app that can it's just, work for. It's just uh, crime <laughs> near you is what it is. That's yeah. crime yeah. near you app. Alerts yeah. about crime near you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they direct it at you. The algorithm works like, uh, and it's at this Pat. many feet from Pat Cassidy. They uh, kind of do. I mean, they literally yeah. do, Mark. How do, have you been on yeah. the Citizen app? They tell you how far <laughs> no, it is you, from I've you. I've seen your screenshots. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're getting they close, Pat. Alert. We're going to check it right now as you continue. What's going on? Criminal wreaking havoc in Chicago. Why is that news, Mark? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because it's not a criminal or crime you might expect from this fellow. Uh, the leaping bandit was caught again this week after robbing his seventh bank in the past 10 months on Valentine's Day. And the leaping oh, bandit. Yeah. The leaping bandit is 83 year old Donald Bennett, who had previously served 30 years in jail for guess what? Robert Banks. Robin Banks. Robin Banks. Oh, oh, oh Robin, Robin Banks. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, there's yeah. a profile pic of him. He kind of looks like Joe Biden from the side, from far away, right? A little like bit. Kind of, like, well, every 83 year old man kind of does. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. exactly. Every in shape, yeah. so looks like a white 83 year old man with white hair does. Yes. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Banks. Robin Banks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Strong name. Here's Pat's local CBS News team to talk about what this spring chicken did. His name is Donald Bennett. He's 83 years old and is known as the Leaping Bandit for heists, including five bank robberies in 1987 in the Chicago area. He was released in April 2020 after serving 31 years in prison. Bank robbery was one of the first crimes that the FBI became involved in. Arthur Lorigio is a professor of criminology and psychology at Loyola University. Probably feeling a sense of practice What's that competency. Him? He took a long hiatus, but he's going back to what he's familiar doing. He developed some <laughs> sense like of bravado and still has it burning inside at age 83 <laughs> with a younger but still elderly uh, accomplice. <laughs> Boy, that Arthur loves analyzing crime, doesn't he? He's a real lightning rod. <laughs> oh, man. Tell you what what analysis? <laughs> if Mark was dying his hair brown 10 years from now, 15 oh, years from shit. now. Yeah. Dude, give that news team director the Emmy now. This clip needs more Arthur. He's like, <laughs> That's it's your kid, Mark. That's your it's kid. Actually, it's actually the oldest crime that the FBI has analyzed. It probably You're gets me Robin. the wettest of all the crimes. <laughs> Mark, you so should show up to, to Loyola. We can get his class schedule. <laughs> we just yeah. kidnap yeah, him, him and send Mark in uh, as the professor. <laughs> <laughs> or Luigio. The, uh... Ever, is everyone yeah. ready to talk bank robberies again? <laughs> I got to give big ups to the Leaping Bandit, though, for yes. for his disguises. Now, you can yeah. tell Mark only put up still photos, but you could tell with his gait from the still photos, he's 83. But his disguises make him look like he's in his late 30s, early 40s. Dude, he looked like oh, he was 28. And one of those bro. with the full beard and he had like the whole thing on. That was it was the, nice. The one he looked like me and Arthur Bennett, like he was framing Arthur or the yeah. Arthur Legirio. He was framing this guy who talks about him at Loyola. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this one's for Mr. Luigio. <laughs> well, they caught they got old Bennett again, and if they let him out in thirty years, guess what he's gonna do in his hundreds? Yeah, rob some fucking. He's banks. gonna rob some fucking banks, bro. Yeah, yeah. I love that he met his accomplice in jail. It's got like a little kind of like a kind of 
Count of Monte Cristo vibe to it. So it's kind of cool because, you know, you're supposed to right. rehabilitate in jail, not gas yourself up to team up and get even better at crime. Now, you but always it need gives one you the last score. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, if those yeah. movies have taught us anything with the old guys in, in heist movies, they're always looking for one last score. I mean, yeah, we, we all know we have a what are they drawing on that blueprint? <laughs> we have a broken <laughs> prison system. You get out and you're the leaping bandit. You don't have a lot right. of options except for which to go back to bank robbing. Am I right? Like, what right. else are you going to do at 83? Yeah, no bank robbing. I mean, like, that's what are why they Brooks killed you? himself. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's all you know how to do. Uh, Bennett just kept getting instead of like at letters, he kept getting like the the architecture style, like what you got a poster in and ship to him of like buildings. <laughs> Like, here oh, you go, yeah. Mr. Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> Think he taunts him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. His accomplice is 55-year-old Edward Bernert, who has a very similar last name to Donald Bennett. <laughs> Bennett and Bernert. Uh, so maybe that's what they bonded over, or it could have been the pure love and adrenaline pump from Robin Banks. Yeah. Robin Banks. How old was his accomplice, did it say? 55. They kept being like, he had a much younger accomplice, 55-year-old <laughs> Edward Bernett. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did it, if I'm Edward Bernett, whatever... I'm absolutely having Bennett do the dirty work here because it's like, look, man, you got nothing left to gain right. here. I got 30 good years left. You're on the wrong side of 80. Well, he did. I think he might have been the getaway driver for most of them because he only entered the bank, the younger guy, in the seventh robbery, which they got caught for. So oh, wow. six of the seven, it was just old man Bennett. Something went wrong. Thing. Time, yeah. Father Time caught up with old man Bennett on that seventh one. No, he, he had this idiot join him is what went wrong. Well, right, but I'm saying if he was the getaway driver on the first six that yeah. worked, and then he had, didn't have to go into the bank till the seventh, probably a, a snag in the in the procedure there. Yeah. Hey, did you hear about these stringer bank robberies, Pat, or were you just more scared of all the drive-by muggings and stuff that you're mm. seeing on the vigilante app? Pulled up, <laughs> citizen, and there's a report of a man with a knife just under a mile from me. Nice. I, I was just literally within, the other day. Within stabbing he's just out there you. slashing the air on the <laughs> corner. <laughs> I was literally the CVS around the corner from my house is where I go because it's open 24 hours, right? Like, if I'm not going to go to the grocery store, just a quick trip. I'm getting ready to go out the door and citizen hits me. And it's like report of robbery in progress at CVS. I'm like, oh, I'm going to rip a heater and then go at CVS. your CVS at the one I was headed in yeah. route to. Yeah. Oh my God. Lightning can't strike twice. <laughs> let, them, let them get all robbed out here. Then I'll go. Well, that's a useful <laughs> app. I mean, holy Pat. shit. Came in handy. Pat, does that app tell you how far away they are in knife lengths? He's eight. I mean, how many knife lengths, knife lengths is away from is your... 0.9 miles. I mean, it's close. Um, <laughs> okay. If he runs the wrong way, man. Yeah, no, Chicago's dangerous uh, as fuck. How's the migration but, center? How's the migration center coming along? It's great. They're so they're they're peaceful, bro. They, there was a dude. Uh, they do they do cut hair on Saturdays using an exposed mm -hmm. outlet on my street. So I need a haircut. Yeah. I'm thinking about popping over. Yeah. It's oh, gonna be hell yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Getting shaped. Ten up. bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You okay. know, they're going to do sick. Like if you want some like designs in there, like a little bit of like a shave, a lightning rod, lightning bolt on the side. Right. Or if like I want to get like a Venezuela a soccer a United team yep. thing yep. shaved into my head. Yeah, but have you seen the, flags, the trend yeah. of what what uh, like Mexican boys haircuts look like these days? They look like idiots. Have you seen it's no, like yeah. it's like Hector. shaved on the side. Yeah. It's a terrible some haircut. Examples. It's called Eric. the Hector. Well, these guys are not Mexicans. Edgar's. Edgar, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah most of you the, know, like, there's even, like, there's all these reports about Chinese and, and Syrians coming over, too. But a lot of Venezuelans, like you said, right, Pat? Yeah, it's mostly South, South America. Yeah. I know. I just say Mexican as the blanket statement. You we know, know what you know. We know. Yeah, yeah. 
We should, we should get Wes over there to give him an outside of the. What pass. We say every outside every state in, in Central yeah. and South America, every country. <laughs> no, just the last one they were in. How many? Do yeah, you know just, the, just the one they got to. Yeah, that, let's the last get Wes perfect. over there to, to pass the ball back at the outside of the foot and really show those kids. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, Wes with an outside of the foot pass inside the immigrant center would just <laughs> set it off. Oh, <laughs> mayhem! There's just a gasp. The air sucked out of the building. I feel more comfortable because I've never been in a place where the uh, at the playground, there's no English being spoken and it being a um, European language being spoken, Ukrainian and Polish. But now I feel way more comfortable because it's it's mostly Spanish now. I feel recognized. But but boy, do the Ukrainians not like it anyway. That's a whole. (laughs) Oh, I bet that's a powder. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a story for another day uh, on vigilante. Bennett, by the way, is old school. He used a black face mask and uh, him and Bernert used wigs and had fake beards, as we kind of saw or talked about, uh, you know, popping over their face out of their face coverings, the hair. So it's not to look like an 83 year old man robbing banks because the FBI could have probably, you know, narrowed that down to one after the first of seven banks they, they robbed in the past 12 months. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you say the very confident bank robber was in his 80s? Drops mug. It's the GD leaping bandit. You know, it's like it's impressive. He's the best in his age class by far. Nobody's competing with Bennett. No, it's a shame he got caught. Bennett fucked it up. Um, well, you know what else is fucked up? Tax season. It's almost here. And if you're a small business owner like us here at Hard Factor, that means more paperwork and more headaches. Or does it? It sure as shit doesn't if you use our sponsor collective. Mm-hmm. Collective is the all-in-one financial solution for self-employed entrepreneurs that lets you focus on your passion, not your paperwork. Let Collective handle all of the back office work you dread, like business information, compliance, taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, and even payroll. The best part? It's at a fraction of the cost of a CPA. Mm-hmm. Collective specializes in S-Corps, a tax election that saves its members an average of $10,000 per year. So if your business of one is making at least $60,000 in profit annually, then you could be missing out on thousands in tax savings every year. The earlier you elect in 2024, the more money you could put back, back in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And for a limited time, Collective is waiving the onboarding fee. Whoa. When you go to collective.com slash hard factor and tell them, Hard Factor sent you. That's important. That's $199 value for free when you go to collective.com slash hard factor and tell them Hard Factor sent you. So go to collective.com slash hard factor and tell them Hard Factor sent you. Mm. Save on those taxes. All right. Mm. Um, Let's start this next one off with a fun fact, guys. Uh, And it's about saving money. So thanks, Mark, for setting it up. Did you know? Uh, that a retired elderly Australian couple recently spent over 500 days at sea after booking 51 consecutive cruises because it is less expensive than a retirement home. That's heard about this one. It was all, that yeah. meme was all over all the socials, right? Well, it's all uh, over it all is the socials meme. once it, once a year. A uh, couple they, they make news out of something like this, I think. Right. I, I've, it's because it a lot before, of people yeah. do it. It's because a lot of people yeah, yeah. do it. Wes. The, the unnamed yeah. great grandparents in Australia have been on board the Princess Cruises 2000 passenger Coral Princess for over 500 days, uh, longer than than the majority of the crew, including the captains, and expect to stay on board uh, the ship for another two years. That's just that Australian couple. couple and it's not just Australians. A quick Google uh, will show you that it's a very common strategy for U.S. retirees to save money as mm-hmm. well. So, fun fact, going on a cruise ship may be cheaper than going to a retirement home. That's a lot of fun, especially for the workers on the ship. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's fun Dude, for the couple. 
Cruises also suck. Also, when you're coming off a cruise, like you usually have gained 10, 15 pounds and uh, you're not shitting right because the food they're serving you. I mean, it would take a lot of discipline to be on that cruise and not be getting, you know, whatever they're passing. Yeah, you got to take it easy. You got to settle into cruise life. if You're going to stay on there for years, you know, so it's cool, though. Yeah, it would be cool to hang out. The end hits iceberg. Oh, no, we're 10 seats short. Everyone looks at the. <laughs> you're first to go. Yeah, I mean, everything. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. <laughs> you're kind of like a burden on the ship, to, to be honest. You got to realize saying. that going in. Yeah. Slowing down the lines and shit. And like, <laughs> what, Stop what tipping after week two. Oh, you never tip, bro. Are you kidding me? You, fi- you want a fixed income. Yeah. You live on the cruise yeah. ship. Well, after, that's what I'm saying. After week two, they, no one can expect a tip from you. Good point from Tiller. Uh, live comment can save on funeral costs too, right? Just right overboard. Yes, toss them out to sea. That's what I tell them. <laughs> hey, if I croak on here, which is probably likely because I'm retiring here, just toss me overboard. You know, yeah, I've always wanted my to go to the ashes ocean. slash body in the yeah, sea. Right. Put yeah, me see, in my nice. favorite button down and throw me over. Yeah. So, if you plan on retiring on a cruise ship, I hope that you remember to bring a few supplements with you, okay, Uh, for the road, Uh, because a new study out of England from the Imperial College of London has found that, uh, quote, participants reported improvements across a range of measures for several weeks after an acute psychedelic experience, okay? We're talking mushrooms here. That's the supplements that could could improve your retirement and your sex life. The Centra, because it's British, for uh, psychedelic research monitored over 300 participants who took either recreational hallucinogens, we're talking acid, DMT, ayahuasca, or shrooms, or they were on uh, medicinal psilocybin for depression. Uh, and it didn't matter why the participants took the hallucinogens. The results were always very, very sexy. On average, people reported improvements across a range of areas of sexual function up to six months after their psychedelic experience, including their enjoyment of sex, sexual arousal, satisfaction with sex, attraction to partner, uh, their own physical appearance, communication, and their sense of connection. So basically, shrooms or you know hallucinogens in general, acid, DMT, yeah. ayahuasca, psilocybin, it, it, it improves your sex life no matter who you are, pretty much for months at a time. That'll knock you out of a depression. Yeah. Yeah. It'll make you a lot happier. Um, It worked for almost all recreational users, and even about half of the folks who are taking psilocybin for depression, it worked for as well. So even the clinically depressed, they're talking about the best sex ever. You know, after sex is too good. Sex is too good to be sad. Now, it's interesting because this is not a microdose situation. This is this is an acute trips so so you got a trip to, to they get the doped benefits. these fools they i mean they doped them up big time they said get real freaked out and then come down and then let us know about the banging yep that's right and that's how they did it over 300 participants so you know it's a pretty d- decent study i mean that's a lot of people and it worked for almost everybody and like i said almost half of the people who were clinically depressed and, and taking it for depression. Obviously, it's a game changer for stuff like couples therapy. I mean, everybody's going to want to get their hands on this for couples therapy. And probably it's even more important uh, for people whose sex lives are currently hampered by their antidepressants. Uh, prescription SSRIs are reported to cause sexual dysfunction in about 60% of users. So imagine 
that if everybody who's depressed would be able to get on a different depression medication that doesn't fuck up their sex life. So that's what I'm saying. It's like an oxymoron. Like the depression medicine makes you sadder and worse at sex. That's not really working out. But the, this new antidepressant medicine in the form of mushrooms. And how do you get in that study? Because that's you're just giving you free drugs. You got to be in England for this one. Yeah, but yes. Oh. But yeah, you could okay. it, in the U.S. You could potentially be in Colorado or Oregon. The, it's it's uh, legal under supervision in those two states. Some cities in the U.S. have decriminalized psilocybin. But in general, the DEA keeps busting people in the United States for psilocybin all the time. We covered the kid uh, up in Connecticut that got busted with all those shrooms recently. Uh, the DEA wants nothing to do with these magic mushrooms. Uh they keep rejecting rescheduling requests from the medical community for terminally ill patients because they're just total dicks. You know, that seems to be the reason why um, it's man. It's so I mean, like marijuana becoming illegal was like racist. We know what that was. Why, why, why mushrooms? I mean, they, they just grow, man. They just grow out there and everyone has uh -huh. a better time. And it's not like anyone's. It's such a powerful drug that like no one uses it just straight recreationally where it's like I'm worried about this guy driving because he's always popping those mushrooms. I think like, if some you do people mushrooms, do. you know. Yes, yeah, some, some people, people definitely do. still use it. Some people do. But some people it's... huff glue, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's the, a lot the of people drink type. and drive too. just don't do that. Right. Just don't, don't do that. Right. That's right. You should not. That's why I mean, that, they're not requesting even rescheduling down to like three. They're talking about from schedule one to schedule two, the medical community for terminally ill patients. And the DEA can't even handle that. So, I mean, uh, hopefully there's some change on the U.S. side. Uh, but, I mean, internationally over in England, they're proving that uh, shrooms are great for everybody. Everybody should have the chance to have better sex, uh, be less depressed, and walk through a Walmart while tripping balls and just laughing their ass off. You know? That's, Look at that guy. Should be your right as an American. In, in what sci-fi picture was that from? Oh, it's just a meme about taking it's shrooms a and going to Walmart. Yeah, man. You've never done that? It's a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> it's got to, that's got to be from like an 80s sci fi movie, that guy. It's ripped, or, you know. Yeah, I don't know what it's based on. I don't know yeah. which uh, which book that is. It's probably a famous book. Um, right. You know, like I said, not impossible to find in the U.S. Uh, so you could try Oregon, Colorado. Uh, they're available under supervision. Um, so that'll fix up your sex game, uh, which. That seems like an easy fix, kind of crazy that uh, it's so hard to come by if it's like just like amazing for everybody. Seems weird. Uh, so if you can get your hands on those, like I said, not impossible, but technically illegal uh, in the U.S. Uh, but it, that'll fix up your sex game. If you want to work on your body to go with that new sex game, check out lasara.com slash hard factor. That's L-A-S-A-R-A dot com slash hard factor. Lasara. Uh, men's health go there to get 10% off testosterone therapy uh, and you can also click on the bit.ly link in our in our show notes uh, the URL there that specific one to get 10% off weight loss therapy as well uh, Lasara are real listeners real fans of the show of hard factor and they're helping us hit our health goals this year so check them out if you're interested in getting in on the action too uh, you guys enjoying the weight loss therapy and testosterone therapy it's making a huge difference for me Dude, yeah, I'm well, telling you, I've noticed a big difference with the testosterone, uh, especially, um, you know, it's it's it, it actually really works. I feel I feel fantastic, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. A lot less snappy, more happy. Um, it, like they uh, they uh, <clears throat> say that when you lose 20 pounds, you gain an inch in your dick because the belly, too. So you can lose weight to gain to gain inches in your dick. Then you can get the testosterone to get all jacked up and then 
couple that with mushrooms, Ozempic yep. and testosterone and mushrooms, and you're going to be a fuck machine. Your sex will be all the way in. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I only have one purpose. It also, this study also really like makes it a lot more sense, like why smoking weed right before sex is beneficial. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Really tight. Checks out. You know. Yeah. Yep. Checks out. All right. Who's third? Who's going? Who's up? Who's Thompson. Going? Okay. Who's going? All right. Got a. Well, uh, I was thinking about those fuck machines. Yeah. <laughs> I brought my testosterone with me. I'm gonna shoot it up in this hotel room tomorrow, like a like a like a junkie. Um, Where are you gonna put yeah, your sharp? Yeah, <laughs> probably just in the trash. Let's no, you're not <laughs> right, all right. <laughs> like a true junkie. It's a Lakita. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Leave it. I might flush it. Five. I think I'm gonna flush it. Leave it next to a couple crinkled ones for the maid. Put, put yeah. it in the Lakita sharps box. They got it. They have one in every lobby. <laughs> yeah. Um. I got a lot of uh, nightmare story for you guys. Right. Um, the current Powerball prize for tonight's drawing, if you're watching live, is $330 million, which coincidentally is uh, just $10 million shy of the prize that John Cheeks, seen here of Washington, D.C., um, thought he had won when he purchased a ticket back on January 6th, 2023, for the next day's drawing. Um, and when Ooh, John went online. Name, bro. John yeah. Cheeks. Come John on, Cheeks is a John great Cheeks. name. And look at the Star- he wears the <laughs> cool hat. He looks like an Star- like a yeah. like a investigator. Yeah. He's got he's a real a pimp t- look to him. Yeah. Yeah, like Where, yeah. What's that smell? Where's that smell coming from? <laughs> I'm gonna find out. My man John that, Cheeks. John, John yeah. Cheeks. From the cl- middle name gets cla- <laughs> Yeah, clapping cheeks. Is it is it even the clapping <laughs> cheeks series? <laughs> yeah, he gets he gets cheeks. And John in the interview said, look, I'm not a regular player, but like us uh, in the discord, patreon.com. When it gets high, we like to join in on the Powerball Mega Millions just when that jack of it gets high. And that's how John yeah. plays the lotto, too. On so he went out. The other one on that note, West side, the other one's at like four hundred and something million. What are we yeah, doing? We, we usually don't start a pool until like six. Right. OK. Because it can go on for a while if you started like five. Fair. I mean, shit, the thing can get to one point three billion, and then we're, you know. So anyway, uh, John, I guess John's threshold is three hundred million. He was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna play." So he went and got a ticket, and he went online to check his numbers on the DC Lottery website, and uh, boom, his numbers matched the ticket, and he was like, "Holy fuck!" He's like, started thinking about all the great things he would do: leave his family, you know, buy a boat, horse. Um, but he kept That'll his teach cool, all those right? kids for making fun of my last name in school. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, he made sure not to let anyone know. Uh, he said, quote, I got a little excited, but I didn't shout. I didn't scream. I just politely called a friend. I took a picture as recommended. And that was it. I went to sleep. You know, he's, Good call. he's a psycho. I don't know how the fuck you sleep knowing you have a ticket worth three hundred forty million dollars in your house. You not West. He opinion. stayed up all night thinking about all that stuff, but he's in bed. That was sleeping. Okay. I mean, yeah, I would hope he wasn't. Asleep I go to the hotel. La Quinta. I'll tell you what. I don't I go to a hotel. You don't go to a hotel. You had a La Quinta. Oh, you had a to... lottery ticket right now and you're La Quinta West. You would be losing your shit, bro. I'm not. I'm not going to a La Quinta with a lottery ticket. I'm going to like like the fucking Driscoll with, with a lot. Right. You're going to the nicest hotel. So you're going to start partying yeah. immediately, basically, as soon as you get. that. Well, I just plane. feel safer. I want I want a security guard at the door. I you want cameras at home. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel way safer in a nice hotel than I do in my own house. For sure. <laughs> Wes is going to get a heart attack when he wins. We're going to find Wes clutching the winning ticket 
How is he going to make it yeah. to, the, to the place to turn it in? Yeah. I'm not going to. Anyway, sometime <laughs> later, he decided, listen, I got to cash this thing in. So he went down to the lotto office with a big smile on his face, knowing he would never see anyone again. Uh, but then something horrible <laughs> happened, right? The clerk at the lottery office told him that his ticket was no good and told him to throw his ticket away. Uh, he huh? said, um, he said, hey, this ticket is no good. Just throw it in the trash can. And then Cheeks was like, Cheeks said, I gave him a stern look. I said, in the trash can? And he said, the guy said, oh, yeah, just throw it away. You're not going to get paid. There's a trash can right there. I mean, this guy is the worst. Like, you go in with a lottery ticket you think is worth, like, two, what, cash value of, like, $170 million. And this guy says, uh, sorry, Cheeks, you, you're mistaken. Um, throw it in the trash. Yeah. So, so this John, happened... At- this happened at a convenience store, but the guy, yes. but like that's more understandable. Where the convenience store guy was like, "Nah, you could just rip it up," and he was wrong. He didn't and go to the yeah. office. It, it ended up working out when he went to the office. We covered that story. Yeah, office. we covered that right. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But John went to the, is smarter. Went to the office. Cheek, Chase went to the office, and he also didn't heed that guy's advice to throw it away. He he kept it and was like, "Fuck that." He mm-hmm. went and got, he went and got a safety deposit box, put it in there, and then he lawyered up. And he sued the fuck out of Powerball because now he knew. Worried. Now, if you're West, you're really worried that the guy at the office is going to come kill you. West is switching hotels. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm I'm losing my mind if I walk in there. <laughs> this guy going, told him to throw in the trash. West is like, whoa. Yeah. He's going so <laughs> yeah. in debt to just try and fight the system. It's cost him a lot system. of money. Yeah. <laughs> Full time really security. <laughs> now, again, here's here's John's numbers. Here's John's numbers, which are a combination of birthdays and, and, and you know, sentimental dates. And then here's the numbers that he saw on the DC lottery website. They matched perfectly. And whoa, whoa, whoa. So yeah, pull like, that back up, Wes. Let's 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 see let's see the exact seven, yeah. seven fifteen, twenty-three, thirty-two, no, forty. Two. Powerball two. Oh, okay. Se- yeah. Powerball two, seven, fifteen, yeah, twenty-three, it. thirty-two, forty. Right? So that's it. Boom. Yeah, he won. I mean, that's that's it, right? Jackpot. But so he's like, Why the fuck is this clerk telling me I didn't win? So he also got a letter from the lottery office saying that petitioner's prize was denied because this ticket did not validate as a winner by the OLG's gaming system as required by OLG regulations. I don't know. Online gaming. What? I don't know what the fuck it means. So anyway, he, he's like, this is fucked up. He lawyered up and um, he sued uh, Powerball and he also sued um, the Multi-State Lottery Association and Teoti Enterprises, who I guess handles all the lottery tech for Powerball and the D.C. lottery. Now, listen to this from the from the Guardian article, what, what went down. So he went to court again. This is back in January of 2023, and they're, ju- they're just getting to the court. It's still not decided yet. So but the company's quality is shit. This yeah. Cost? So the, the lawyer the, the took ta- on contingency, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah retainer, oh, yeah. Retainer Big time. Whatever, yeah. So the, the project manager for Teoti, Brittany Bailey, said on January 6, 2023, the company's quality assurance team was conducting testing of a task involving a changing of time zones for the Powerball website from coordinated universal universal time of Eastern Standard Time. At 12.09 that day, the Teoti Quality Assurance Team accidentally posted test Powerball numbers on the game's live website rather than a development environment which mimicked the site but was not viewable to the public, according to Bailey. So they were doing live testing on the website. They posted numbers that looked like they were the actual numbers and they left them up for fucking three days. Okay, so the test numbers. Oh fuck, uh, they owe yeah. cheeks some money. Yeah. So they they finally realized their mistake, took them down. But this is after cheeks had thought he won the lottery. Anyone, I mean, even if you just anyone who thought they had five numbers matching thought they won the money. So they owe him now at least the, like one million, right? Like just just for the dude. fucking all the shit he's going through because it's their fault. 
they put up the bad yeah. numbers. Yeah, they didn't realize until the eighth, they 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 the the or the ninth, they took down the numbers. Um, and so now they're trying to figure out what penalty, if anything, is going to happen. Luckily, there's a kind of a precedent in this situation. So last November, the Iowa lottery posted the wrong power Powerball numbers, citing quote a human reporting error. But the Iowa lottery said that the temporary winners, people who had the numbers at issue, could keep their prizes, which range from four to two hundred dollars. I guess because no one won a bunch, they were like, "All right, we'll pay you the, the little two hundred dollars that everyone won in Iowa." Blah blah. blah. Well, it's not but Cheeks' this, fault. It's a big ticket. I mean, he, yeah, but what are they going to do? I mean, the official the results were not were not what she what what the official results like the, the live drawing was not the same. So Give I get Cheeks I know, the money. It's fucked up. I agree. Hey, I want Cheeks to get Cheeks. the money too. His money. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to investigate yeah. it. I mean, like, I, dude, I got to put this on the developers of the lottery website. I'm sorry, bro. But like the, this is like the only situation I can think of where stakes of publishing in a de- publishing versus a developer environment matter right. this much. Yes. Like this is this is your yes. one job, Phil. <laughs> well, like, this yeah. reminds me of when Hawaii sent out a nuclear alert. To it's also very bad. Yeah, that was pretty very bad, too. Yeah. It was bad. You're all but die. so Sorry, they haven't decided. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything where they just the, the his lawyers like, look, we get it. You guys fucked up. But how are you going to rectify this? I got yeah. cheeks over here who needs something. I mean, the poor guy needs something. So, you know, hopefully he gets at least like Will said, at least a million at bucks. I mean, he, should, out, he, he, he thought he won three forty, but fuck. Turns out the Japs know. were playing the long game. Hawaii. <laughs> Um, you tell him anyway. You, you tell Chief. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling him. Yeah. That yeah, sucks. Anyway. If you're a hacker, you could cause a lot of chaos if you just like kept ch- hacked in the system and kept rotating the numbers every hour. It's true. Oh, I mean, biggest heartbreak I can possibly think of. Yeah. Uh, bonus dog uh, nightmare. A California dog breeder was mauled to death by a pit bulls he was raising from puppies. So, you know, he raised them, he nurtured them. And then, um, you know, like pit bulls do, they killed their owner. Uh, sometimes they kill the kids in the in the house. Sometimes they kill the uh, grandmas in the house. Sometimes they just kill the the straight up owner. Um, and that's I what happened to pack, this poor guy. You know, it's a pack. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough. Well, that's if there's pack. at least two of them, I guess. But, you know, he, he has to he has to come back to his wife and apologize. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was Compton. The 35 year old's body was discovered after a concerned friend visited the house. He's like, I wonder if anything happened over there with all those pit bulls. Uh, I haven't heard from, you know, so-and-so in so long. wonder if he got eaten by the pit bulls. And sure enough, poor bastard got eaten by the fucking pit bulls. So, eaten by the pit bulls. I don't know any other yeah. dog that turns on their owners as much as these monsters, but, you know, whatever. So, Better that, him than call- the lightly supported children who he would, they would have been playing with when <clears throat> pieces of shit adopted them. What's um, it? Occam's razor is the simplest solution is always the yes, right one. Yes, that is right. Occam's you, razor. You, you, come, you go up to a guy with a pit bull trainer's house and you're like, how do he die? That's a high risk job. You got you got to be honest with yourself before you start breeding pit bulls or German shepherds or Dobermans like or Rottweilers. Like you got to know going in, you yeah. you know you got you better be padded up when when you're dealing Rather with the pack. Train orcas. You said yeah. you said uh, gun juggler is the only job left. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gun juggler. Yeah. All right. Speaking of which, guys, let's let, let's talk about a piece of history, a little history lesson. Okay. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Newly revealed. Joe Biden, Joseph Robinette Biden's great great grandpa was actually pardoned by the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Whoa, crazy. 
the charges, uh, which uh, were period, right, late 1800s, were actually for the unwanted smelling of a married woman's hair. <laughs> Such <laughs> nice. It's very illegal then. I know. No, I'm I'm kidding. It was attempted murder, guys. Uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna get into the story, but it it, Damn, was it, really? it doesn't it feel like doesn't it feel like Joe Biden's great great grandfather tried to kill somebody? Yeah, hundred percent attempted murder. He yeah, he sliced him up. Uh, guys, it doesn't it feel like there should be another great in there when it comes to Joe Biden's grip? I mean, two greats getting back to Lincoln no. just seems a little. Problematic. Did you say his dad? Yeah. Leader of America. Anyway, the date was March 21st. He's only four generations or three generations removed from Abe Lincoln. Exactly. It's scary. Uh, Wow. So the day was March 21st, 1864. uh, Full swing of the the Civil War, guys. And uh, Potomac's small, sprawling winter camp. By the way, shout out Washington Post for covering this. uh, Along the Rappahannock River, Beverly Ford, Virginia, the Army was stationed there. It was their winter camp. And a fight broke out between... Union Army civilian employees, Moses J. Robinette and John J. Alexander in the mess tent. And um, apparently Biden's great, great grandpa, Moses, who was known around the camp as a jokester, decided to part John J. Alexander's skin to create a red sea of blood because Moses Robinette fights a dirty. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled he pulled out a knife, cut him up. Uh, He's such <laughs> a jokester when he slices you apart. He's very funny. Corn when he does po- that. It was Corn Pop's great great grandfather. They have like a, a war going back several generations. <laughs> Dude, it was corn pops. <laughs> All right. So uh, according to the charges, he 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 kicked back a couple meads before um, the fight, which is why maybe oh, yeah. he was getting so loose slipped with the lady cook. See, what happened was uh, the uh, the I guess brigade wagon master overheard Robinette saying something about him to a lady cook, and he rushed in to the mess hall to demand an explanation. Right. Um, but at the trial, people disputed whether they were he was drunk or the other guy was drunk. But John J. Alexander was so fucked up that Moses Robinette was charged with attempted murder, guys. And um, he must have been seriously fucked up because Joe Biden's great great grandfather getting charged with attempted murder during the motherfucking Civil War means that guy was cut. Uh, here's an example of what was in a surgical surgical kit uh, during the Civil War. That's just uh, that's just a hacksaw. Yeah, that's just a yeah, torture song. kit. It's choppy right yeah. there. Yeah, Why don't you just throw yeah. the other the other side's uniform on him since everyone was killing each other? Like, Good know? call. Well, he did. Yeah. He, he, turned, he turned on us. <laughs> <laughs> this is mother's side, grandfather, great great grandfather, paternal, 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 paternal okay. side. Okay. Uh, now it could have been because Robinette was uh, hired as a uh, veterinary veterinary surgeon in the army, right? Um, so like, could be like a Mike Tyson thing, like you know, your hands are deadly weapons. But it was with a pocket knife. Uh, he cut this guy up real bad and um, he was charged with the, he was charged with attempted murder and he was sent to a remote island near Florida to serve his time, which honestly makes me want to um, almost kill a guy and get caught. I'm I'm talking we about we, we, we used to send all the criminals to Florida and they just like procreated. Is that what happened? We we well, no, yes. there, this was Georgia was like was Australia dr- situation. Georgia yeah, was, was the Australia. Yeah, was dry yeah. Tortuga Island, which is right near okay. Key West. You can see. Oh, it yeah. Um, at the time, about 700 inmates were there, people who were uh, opponents of Lincoln, um, who, I guess, you know, you attack your political opponent any way you can, said that Lincoln was sending our men to the Siberia of America, which was anything but, guys. This is the fucking Florida Keys. Come on. Uh, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it's right behind you mm-hmm. on your screen there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I want to go movie to that idea. prison. Movie if I was going to have to go to prison. Um, what's uh, Escape Dry Tortuga, send Pliskin in a time machine. 
back to the Civil War era. He's got to do something for the government and try Tortuga. That's sick, bro. I love that. I love it. It's all it's like the castle meets escape from L.A. or New York. It's fantastic. Um, Get Sean Connery in there. Do something like the rock style, too. Oh, that'd be sick, man. Um, I guess when when Robinette got down there, uh, three army officers knew him and they petitioned the governor of Western Virginia at the time. And then that went to Lincoln and Lincoln was like, get this man out of here. So he did a month. But look, it was a two year sentence of hard labor at a at a Key West resort. Let's be honest. He did a month of it, went back home and served his time out with his family in Maryland, uh, raising whoever became Joe Biden's grandpa. You know, wow. where, where did the name where, change come? That's hilarious. By Robinette Biden. I don't know. That was a good, oh, that was a good call. Oh, I thought he said Alexander. So this is no, this was Moses Robinette. Right. And Joe Biden's middle name is Robinette. They said it was paternal lineage. I don't know where it changed. Okay. So Usually what, yeah, when, just, when you have a murderer in your family, you try to try to. Well, remember the right. Times uncovered. Uh, there was some sh- real the shade Trump. in this in the in the Biden's Trump. history, maybe like two generations ago. I forget what it was. Yeah, I'll have to read it two generations ago, I'm sure. Something weird happened um, with the name. <laughs> anyway, there you go. That's the show. Get out there. Have a great fucking day. Yeah. No, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, now get out of here well, right now. That's a little now. rough, right? No.